6 is, uh, or I guess it's Saturday. The 6 is daylight savings time. This Sunday, the 6th, is the first evening service. So Sunday night at 6 o'clock, we will gather back here to worship our Lord. Yes. November the 12th is a journey outing. Uh, it's a family life center from six to eight. From six to eight, the sign-up sheet is in the foyer. I keep wanting to say January. I don't know what's got. I'm in November the 13th is youth service. Uh, we're excited about that, and I'm, I get excited when I get to hear Brother Stephen preach. He's really turned it on, and he's, as Brother Jimbo would say, he's making a hand. November the 14th is Ladies United Fellowship. Sign up in the foyer. November the 22nd is our Tuesday night midweek service. There will be no Wednesday night service. That's the week of Thanksgiving. We'll be gathering here on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. November the 23rd, no service. And November the 27th is Mission Pledge Due. In December, December the 3rd, we are starting our men's ministry back up, and December the 3rd, we're having a men's breakfast That's awesome. over at our Family Life Center. So uh, there's a sign-up sheet out there in the foyer. Uh, we've got a month to plan, a little over a month to plan for this, and we can make time and make, make a plan to be there on December the 3rd. So uh, if y'all want to stand and worship with us tonight, or them. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but
testify to that I've been set free my God my something that it said something to the effect that Satan is a master theologian he knows more about God and his attributes than we would probably ever know he's talked with God he sat with God in a garden and yet he still does not love God where is our faith at in our God Where are we putting our faith at in the Lord Jesus Christ? We haven't got to sit with him in the garden. We don't know as much as we think we know about him. But for the enemy, for him to be able to come in to kill, steal, and destroy, for him to be able to go into the Garden of Eden and to sit there and cause confusion and division and cause them to sin... And for him to be able to tempt Jesus, what is he trying to do to us? He's trying to rob us of our faith. And we cannot let him take any ounce of faith that we've got. The Bible says you've got the faith as a grain of a mustard seed. You can move a mountain. That's all it takes if we just put that little bit of faith in our Lord. We have some needs tonight that we're going to go to in prayer. And I'm believing that God's touched my body before. He's healed my body before. Uh, many years ago, I went to work, and my arms, they used to just draw up. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm fixing to be a welder. And I said, I can't be in this repetitive motion all day, every day, if you don't touch my body. And for 10 years, I worked out at Turner Pipe, and my arms never once cramped. When I, and I, hot, I was hot, I was sweated, I dehydrated. I mean, the enemy tried to do whatever he could. But I, I prayed a prayer, and I got prayed for down here. But God, he never let my body cramp like that and he touched me and I believe that's a healing I know that's a healing from God so all it takes is just that little bit of faith and tonight we have some needs uh, 
If we could pray for Sister Renee Flowers, or that's Brother Flowers' wife. He's our district superintendent. She was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I know the Lord's got his hand in that. Lori King, Michael Barnett, Nell Fleming, Creighton Shelton, Sue Brooks, Shelly Duckowitz. Sue Brooks passed away. Well, let's keep her family in prayer and lift it up. Alex Stevens, Nelson and Missy Miller, Vicki Sias, Miller Gamberry, Lloyd Ushery, Rex Foster, Bob Bolton, T.W. Hush, Lois Weems, Dennis Shannon, Billy Bolton, brother and sister Dickey, Monica Helm, Loretta Edwards, brother and sister Bristow, brother and sister Proctor, brother and sister Trinata, Chaplain Steve Gibbs, George and Mildred Pratt we need to keep our president in our prayers this upcoming election uh, just really believing in God to touch this election and he's going to put the right person no matter who gets in there it's his will that's what I've come to believe that it, it's his will whether it's the guy I vote for or the guy I not but I believe it's his will to allow whatever needs to happen for him to come back to receive his church. If you want to stand, if you have a need in your body tonight, uh, if you want to come down to the front, the ministers will anoint you with oil. We also need to keep uh, Brooklyn Poole in our prayers. Uh, she's over in Dallas. They're doing a lot of testing on her this week. They put her back in the hospital. Uh, I got a, kind of a report today, but I ain't going to mess it up and tell you what I heard because I remember bits and pieces but let's just keep Brooklyn lifted up brother Jim sister Alicia Katie and Aaron just keep all that family lifted up so if you have a need in your body Lord we're thankful for this night God I plead the blood of Jesus over these names tonight God I pray that you would touch Brooklyn pool tonight God give that baby the strength that she needs inside of her body tonight Lord Lord I pray for sister Proctor tonight God that you would strengthen her was never mine to so I cast my cares upon the Lord This weary road I've traveled for so long Would you take my head and lead me home? You are working all things for my good You are working all things for and I cannot see it, but I still believe it. You are working all things for my good when troubles come and nights are filled with tears. I will fix my eyes upon the one whose purpose.
working all things for the good. But if you take the Bible personal, then you say, God is working all things for my good. My good. Do you believe that tonight? I'm going to sing this one more time. You are working all things for my good. I'm making it personal. You are working all things for my good. I give you my life when I cannot see it. God, I still believe it. You are working all things for my good. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Oh, yes. Let's give the Lord always working. When they sing songs, I just think about the things that you may be seated, the things that he's done. Today, as I was traveling down the road, I was watching a utility truck in front of me, and he had two telephone poles on the back of a trailer that probably stuck out about 15 or 20 foot, and he was fixing to turn into this new taco place they're building on North Main. And I was behind him, and the left lane was there, and I seen a car right beside him well as he was turning that car didn't realize that those utility poles was fishing to get in that lane and it was by inches that it missed that car and I couldn't help but think during this song that those people don't even know that God was working to their good at that moment and then another car was right behind them and they wasn't paying attention and they had to get on the oncoming traffic because it was stretched out over into our lane or the, the other lane so it was just amazing how he's always looking out for us when we don't even see him. So uh, tonight we're going to take up a offering if the ushers would get themselves ready to come to take up our tithes and offerings. And uh, we're just going to be blessed by the word of Pastor Meyer tonight. I always get excited. No matter how tired I get on Wednesday night, how bad the devil beats me up, that just knows I need to be here that much more. Father, we're thankful for this day, thankful for this time opportunity to give, Lord, we just pray that you would bless this offering to your glory.
furtherance of your kingdom. Bless those that have to give and bless those that do not. We ask that you bless the word of the Lord as pastor comes to preach in Jesus' name. our parking lot to see 
how many people come here just as you watch other churches to see how many people goes there. And it's uh, an amazing thing that the angels of the Lord, of course, they not only sense our presence, but they sense our appetite. And God releases his anointing to those hungry and thirsty. He tells us in very easy terms, he that hungereth and thirsteth after righteousness shall be filled. If that's not true, then there is no heaven and there is no hell. And you have not really been feeling hell. You just are messed up. You know it's hell to be out of alignment with life. Just get out of alignment with dollars and it can be quite a a hell. Get out of alignment with yourself and it will be. And so God, I hear people say, I just just don't ever feel him. And I tell them, I say, look, if you're breathing, you're feeling him. He is in every breath you take. We need to be equipped to help people to understand that if the sun comes up, you have just experienced God. If the rain causes the seeds to grow, you have been a part of God's work. So just as much as he can take this dirt out here, how hard is it for him to take a living creature that he looked like? when he came to this earth. It's amazing how simple this gospel really is. And all you got to do is call the bank and ask them if uh, that amount that you got at the end of the month on your statement is accurate. They keep pretty good records about your expending about how much you're putting in. And we think God's not noticing how much we're spending and how much we're putting in. Somebody said, I don't like that kind of preaching. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about what we like. It's about what we need. We used to sing that song with total deliberation. I need thee, oh, I need thee. And then after a while, when we get a few things going, we just sing it because it, it was helpful years ago. We need to get back to that level of sensing that I need because we're taller than we used to be and have far more going than we used to have doesn't mean we don't need the rest of the Paul Harvey story. We need the rest of the story. Them that overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Them that overcame by trusting in the Word. 
them that overcame because they lived godly. They lived holy. And God is above all, through all, and in you all. And he's going to equip you all. Oh, hallelujah. Do we have that? Let's take off and see where we land. I have about three hours worth of stuff, but I've got a bus to catch in the morning. And I don't want to miss it. So you're going to have to think fast and walk with us tonight the best you can. So, there appeared unto them this mighty Christ. And and what a, what a God. I mean, it, this is uh, something that everybody that goes to church knows. If I go away, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there, and I wish you'd look at your neighbor and say, you may be there too. That's right. We need to hear that. And uh, being headed that direction is critical. Of that day and hour knoweth no man save the Son of God. You can see the signs of the time and how many of us have been seeing the signs of the time for a long time. And, And let me say this. I meant to tell you this a little earlier. I'm going to open this up for questions here in a few minutes. So any of this that we cover here, I'm not going to try to answer all the questions throughout the whole Bible tonight. But I would would feel free for you to ask any question about any doctrine that you know that we teach and try to live according to. And if I sense it would take too long, I I will just tell you and come back with a bigger lesson about it. Matthew 24, 34, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven but my Father. And I put the word source because I want us to get to the place when we use the word Father, we understand it's the source. And we've got to be equipped to immediate help to people that don't have the understanding that the Bible presents to us. And we are going to be called on more than we've ever been called on because the times are absolutely closing in on well-meaning people. So he takes us back to the days of Noah. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Only by believing the word or acting upon it did Noah get busy and build a ship. We that take those bus trips and some by car have gone to Branson and we have seen Noah and how phenomenal the people of this generation have created things like that. But ladies and gentlemen, when I saw the last of that show and they shut that door 
and people were beating on it, wanting to get in, I realized the world is absolutely preaching for us. The door that no man can open and no man can shut. And thank God, and we ought to praise him every day if the door's open. Because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh to the source or the Father but by me. And so he capitalizes on Noah. Then verse 38, as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage, and they thought it was stupid to go to church and talk in tongues and live godly and live holy when you could just keep enjoying living out there. Before the days of the flood. And they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus has been inviting us for a while. Look up. That's where redemption is coming from. Don't look around and see how much I can swell my things in this life. But how much can I develop in his kingdom? It's critical stuff. Growing in grace and in knowledge is not an idea. It is a truth. They knew not until the flood came and took them all away. If he took those people away and they didn't have much more than just a ship sitting in the place, we've got an empty grave. We celebrate the resurrection over and again because Jesus was not there forever. All they had was a ship, and God judged them, and the floods came. So we cannot afford to play games with our mind about this thing called when Jesus comes and that when the coming of the Son of Man is and takes the church out of the world and the rest of the people are going to be lost, you can fight it all you want to, and I'm talking about people as, as a rule, not just you that are sitting here. I'm telling you that Lot left his wife in a fireball. Lot walked out and she turned into a pillar of salt. That's how divided it's going to be. He said there's going to be one here and one left, one taken away and one left. I'm not willing for any of our friends and our families to be left. I want to weep and preach and pray and seek the face of God until the glory of God resonates day and night, not just a few services a month. I'm talking about the glory radiating out of our system, radiating out of our voice, radiating out of our handshake. I believe if radiation can reach into your body and kill a cancer, that the glory of God can radiate into the mind and the heart and transform a world. 
Jesus has transformed my world. I'm not perfect. I haven't reached it yet. Therefore, I'm praying for more radiation from the cross, uh, the radiation that comes from the resurrection. I, I want more. 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 I'm not full yet. I want more. I've got a lot going. Yes, I do, and I'm thankful for it, but I'm going to keep shouting until I get more. I want him to know I'm so thankful for what he did do. He wants to do more because I need more. If I'm going to give more, I've got to have more. I wish you'd pray for your preacher right now. Stretch forth your hand and say, God, don't let him get out of that. Just pray for him. I'm telling you, I want it. Whatever he's got to do, I don't want your kids lacking. I don't want your family lacking. I don't want your workforce lacking. I want to preach the gospel of God until the rivers flow, until the clouds rain harvest. I am preaching tonight because I care about this city, this county, this country. Oh, let's clap our hands because he's available. Thank you, Jesus, for being available. Fight the good fight of faith. There's some things worth fighting for and there's some things not worth fighting for. You you, you might would do a whole lot better just to let the skunk cross your path rather than shoot at him or kick him. Because that stuff will get on you. And, and, And you can fight carnality with carnality and I tell you, just their carnality will rub off on you if you're not careful. But if you get the blood working and you come in the name of Jesus Christ and you come in the power of the holiness of God, I'm going to tell you it won't contaminate you. But the light and the purity will contaminate them to the point that it sinks in deeper and they become more frustrated. That's what happened to me. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for but it's the evidence of things not seen. And I'm just reminding us about this as we move through this to uh, 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 verse 2. For by it, faith, the elders obtained a good report. I want Jesus to be able to say, well done, every night I go to bed. And I want him to be able to say, well done, when I get up to go to the workplace uh, or to work with people. I want him to be able to say, well done. Because if he can't say, well done, tonight over your day yesterday or today, then he's not going to say it in the middle of the night when the trumpet sounds. It's got to be well done when you go to bed. You did good. You fought the fight today. You you won the, the battle today. You didn't let lust get you. You didn't let damnation get you. You didn't let frustration take you under. You stayed true. You kept worshiping me in the middle of all that other stuff trying to get a hold. Well done, son. I can't wait to get you up in the morning. Your light's going to the street again. Your light's going into the place where people need you again. I'm telling you, if he can't say well done tonight, you better you better get on your knees and say, God, what is it that's hanging up? I'm not going to be hung up here because that trumpet blows and the trump of God sounds and the dead in Christ arise first and then we which are alive and remain well done son I want to quote it every day I want to say it every day to myself can you say well done to me Jesus can you say well done to my preaching can you say well done to my caring about this flock can you say well done to this, what I'm doing to this city can you say well done to the waitresses can you say well done because of the way you treated the waitresses I mean and the 
way you treated your neighbor because he said upon these two hang all the law and the prophets love the Lord thy God with all thy heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself he didn't say qualify them put them in the balances and decide if you like them and if you don't like them he said love your neighbor love your neighbor love your neighbor love your neighbor well done I want him to say well done I didn't talk bad about my neighbors I went to them and told them if I can be of any help sir if I can be any help son if I can be of any help people I want to be a help to you because Jesus he cared for me and he helped me get through some things and I want to be like Jesus I want his name and I want his spirit and I want his glory and I want his victory I'm not willing to go to church to go to church I'm not looking for a place to retire I'm looking for an altar to refire I want some glory in my voice I want some glory in my mind I want some glory in our city I want some glory in our schools I want it and you've got it you've got the ability to do it can we stand and just praise him for the ability to breathe to share Hallelujah. If you're close to your wife or husband, pray one for another right now. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. We're not going to go to church to go to church. We're going to go to church to build our fire bigger. We're going to go braver. We're going to come out with more fortitude and more longitude and latitude. We are growing in your kingdom, Jesus. Don't you let us down. Hallelujah. Thank you. Faith activates truth. Somebody say faith activates truth. You can tell when your faith is weak by when you hear a truth and you don't act on it. Faith that's inactive doesn't have the glory of the victory. To know... And to not perform on that level, the Bible said is sin. Sin is just separation from God. I don't want to live unconnected. To say I used to have a fountain of living water and I had righteousness, peace, and joy. And now I can't even get a sprinkle of it means either the faucets quit working or the company's gone out of business. And I don't believe he's out of business. So let us look into the glass mirror for yet a while. 1 Corinthians 13, James 1 and 23. Paul, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. I'm not working for somebody that can't pay. For y'all, I might. I might better take that back. I didn't check that point out. Because let's let's let me not dig too deep in that right now. We do not get down on ourselves because we miss a setting. That's why I'm here. I don't want you getting down. If you missed praying yesterday, don't get down and Reconnect. If somebody pulled the extension cord on you and got you mad and you, you, you just unplugged and your light went out, 
just go plug back in and say, God, I, I, I got unplugged, but I'm coming back to you because I want to be a light in a dark world. So change to align ourselves with him is part of what's going to take place when the final change takes place. So faith is action, and faith moves us up. Okay, this is where I'm going to stop for a couple of minutes or a little longer if you need me to. But if anybody's got any questions so far, or as long as it's basically in line, it's okay. And if I can't answer it, I'll just say I don't have a good enough answer or time would be a little too distant. But any of the things that we count as a very essential in this church, I may not have even touched on it so far, but there may be a question you've got in the middle of this message that has got you sort of blindfolded uh, to being able to receive, and so you need a little help. And uh, I've been at McDonald's before when I lacked a dime. And I looked around to see if there was any friends in line. And I'm your friend tonight. If you're lacking and you need help and you don't mind it being noised abroad, please feel free. Because I'm telling you, the sun's setting. When he said on here, evil men shall wax worse and worse, it cannot get a whole lot worse than what it is now with perverts in pulpits. Perverts trying to teach our kids how to live godly. We need to get the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Whether I live or whether I die, I am his. And I want him to take advantage of this body and move in and move through and touch and heal because we've got that power structure in place. Sometimes the path to heaven looks a little lonely. Sometimes the path of heaven to heaven feels a little lonely. But you can't go to heaven because of somebody else, and they can't go to heaven for you. So it's going to be a lonely moment that you have to spend at Calvary and say, not my will, but thy will be done on this part of earth as it is in heaven. We, we come quick to the idea of talking in tongues and getting baptized in Jesus' name. But when it comes to forgiving our neighbor before they ask or forgiving our enemies, we have some areas we need to torque up. Love your neighbor as yourself. I was a mechanic for a while, and I know what it is when a plug starts going out or a wire gets too old. And all of a sudden, you can't get past anybody because you've got two or three cylinders not hitting. And when you can't get past trouble, there's a power source struggling. He didn't play games with us. He told us, trouble is with you always. 
but be of good cheer. When I give you my spirit, you shall have power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means, somebody say any means, hurt you. I'm telling you, the blood and the Holy Ghost and the name of Jesus and the power of the word are connected and to disconnect any one of them is to become dysfunctional. Sometimes I, I have visions. Sometimes I don't have visions. Sometimes I have revelations. That's when he said the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Seek my face while I am near and I will heal your land. That's the mind. I will heal your land. I will bring glory to my name through giving you what you need in life. That doesn't mean for the moment that you're not smitten. I can tell you that it hurt every time they laced into him on the cross with a whip. That's why I said, if any man does not deny himself, he cannot be my disciple. If he doesn't punish his flesh or crucify the flesh and the lust thereof, he can't be my disciple. He can go to a church, he can talk in tongues, and he can run the aisles, and he can do all of the above. But if he can't get over his flesh, he is not the disciple he needs to be. He can't get out of a grave if he can't get over his flesh. Grave is stronger than your flesh. Is that too tough? Pastor, you trying to be hard. No, I'm trying to make sure you get to heaven and your kids get to heaven and your neighbors get to heaven. There is a heaven and there is a God and there is a glory right now and there is a victory for us right now. I'm never said I'm perfect. I'm just telling you I preach a perfect God. I preach a perfect message and I will not cater to the rest of the world. I am here to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified and if we're going to follow him, we got to crucify our flesh and we got to overcome our weariness and our fatigue and it's a Bible study like tonight that's going to resurrect the church out of a semi-area of revival and get a hold of the word and get a hold of the name and get a hold of the blood and take it to the streets and say let me tell you something sir I don't know who you are but I know Jesus loves you and I know because Jesus loves you I love you and I'm not willing for you to live in weakness and fatigue and failure I am going to brother up with you here you are brother come here brother I'm telling you I know man well, we all go through a little hell every now and then come on get on my back man you ain't heavy you're my brother you're my you look just like me you just look just like Jesus he's the one that got me and I'm going to do everything I can to help you let me tell you what this man did. He don't know how why I was bringing him up here. Let me tell you something. There was a there was a day several years ago, years ago, and all of a sudden he walks into the building and says, Pastor, I just think y'all might need this at the church and give me a thousand dollars to put in the kitty. I'm not bragging on him more than some of the rest of you. Some of you done that, but I'm telling you, he was nearly so broke he couldn't hardly pay attention. And God ministered to him and brought him here, and he gave us uh, out of that. I'm telling you. 
the glory of the Lord is going to reign in this, in this revival hour. I'm telling you, most of us have got so much going for us. We really don't need to pray. We don't really have to pray right now. I'm here to tell you, we really do have to pray. We really do need to study to show ourselves approved of God. I do not want us getting to the window and the door of heaven and him saying, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. You didn't really believe me. You just believed the part you wanted. I'm here to tell you, I'm going to preach hard because hell's hot. Hell's forever. It's not just a little party thing. I'm here to preach to us Jesus Christ and him crucified and he resurrected. I'm telling you, your children deserve it. Your neighbors deserve it. And we're going to give it to them. I wish we'd stand all over this building and praise his name again. Father, we praise you for Bible studies like this and revival hours like this. God, we are praying for our neighbors. We are praying for our leaders of our land. We are praying for other pastors in this city. We're not willing for any to perish. We're not giving up any territory. We're not quitting the job. We are here to stay. We are here to endure to the end. Hallelujah. If you're standing close to your wife or husband, why don't you pray for one another right now? If you got a friend, just pray for one another right now. Let's pray. Hallelujah. The Bible said, pray ye one for another. This is a great time to do it. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Pray for your kids. Hallelujah. Pray in the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Spirit prays for things that we don't even know that others need. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. You may have to walk up the stairs by yourself for a little ways, but I'm going to tell you that there's going to be somebody seeing you ascending, and they're going to want to join you. Am I, am I lost off here? Bible, I already covered that. Second John 7, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. You have to do a little studying to get the rest of the meat out of that. But what Jesus did on this earth with the spirit in him that he said, I'm with you now, but I shall be in you. The Holy Ghost is not a weaker counterpart of the ministry of God. He said, I am with you now, but I shall be in you. Because I and my Father are one. Don't ever get lost off on the oneness message. The oneness message is that God was in Christ and Christ was in God. And when Jesus Christ tempted in all points such as we, put, developed a new bloodline, and that new bloodline by him, the name of Jesus, the second Adam, the first Adam corrupted the bloodline, and that's why everybody's born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But when Jesus Christ gives us a new birth and we're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we, by virtue of the Spirit, take on the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And if Christ be in you, he shall never fail. 
So sometimes we let our flesh get in control and we start not liking this and we start not loving this and we start loving that. And children of this day are wiser in their day, the Bible said, than the children of light. So this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. And when he's talking about unthankful, he's not talking about that we're not thankful for a few things we got. But at a point, it becomes, I got that. I did that on my own. Well, we do work hard and we do give carefully and we do manage our money right, but we don't have the health that we have without him. We don't have the knowledge to do all of that without him. That's why I say if you've got breath, you're feeling him. And in him we live and move and have our being. And it's easy to, if we're not careful, to become proud. And I I deserve that because I this and I that. No, no, no. It's only by the grace of God, the teaching of God, that we come to a place of having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. That's why he said, I'm a jealous God. I don't want you praising flesh more than you praise me. That's why we have praise service. And that's why we push the threshold of it because that's what turns him loose in our whole city when we can walk away and realize that the very thing that gives us our breath and keeps our heart beating and keeps the blood flowing and keeps the chemistry of our life in in proper perspective, that same spirit emanates from us as we sense the aura of a life that is given to us by the Lord God pure holy minds, pure holy conversations, pure holy actions. And all of a sudden, the first thing you know, the people are saying, my goodness, how do those people do that? And I'll tell you how he did it. He said, I and my Father are one. And when we get the Holy Ghost, we become one with him through baptism in his name. We take his name, and then we get his spirit, and then we take his word, and those three counterparts make a component composition that is totally impossible for Satan to destroy and that's why he said great peace have they who love the law of the Lord and nothing shall by any means offend them and you cannot believe how many people are being offended because they didn't get treated right that is unholy Holiness is not just the way you dress. That's a discipline. We discipline ourselves because we are anxious to be living letters to the world about our place in life. Men ought to be men and women ought to be women, and that's the way it ought to be. And we dress that way. So, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins. That silly women has just to do with fickle life and led away with divers' lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I'm going to stop here again for any questions. Uh, 
doctrinal. Uh, I, I probably won't try to just answer all the little bitty things, but if it's a doctrinal issue at all, I will try to help you. Because I don't believe in not giving you the chance that I'm taking myself. And if you disagree with something I've got, I've said, please feel free to bring a truth about it. I, I'm not going to argue with anybody, but if you've got a truth that viola that I have violated, please, I'll, I'll stand corrected in front of the whole crowd, whoever's on line. I'm I'm not going to try to hide this stuff, but neither am I going to fail to realize I still got a lot of humanity. Okay, we have precious family, friends, relatives, workers, neighbors that need the spirit of faith in their midst. So why don't we spend about 10 minutes at the altar or kneel at our bench. When Zion travails, sons and daughters shall be born. That's my invitation to the body of Christ. To find a place to pray for 10 minutes and just travail over this county and upon your brothers and sisters. You've got hurting brothers and sisters. And it's time for the body of Christ to join together. Those of you that are online, I'm asking you to take 10 minutes and get beside your chair, your couch, wherever. And I'm not talking about just Relax. I'm talking about pray to Jesus Christ. And if you have to sit, that's fine. I'm sorry I should have mentioned that earlier. But if you just need to sit, that, that's, that's quite all right. But however you have to alter yourself for us to pour our lives out in behalf of a city, in behalf of a preacher that wants revival more than I want anything that I know of. And a revival for every facility in this community. If you guys have got a little music or something, you could turn on so people wouldn't, yeah, you could play a little music while we're praying here for the next seven or eight more, more minutes. <coughs> when Zion travails, we're about to go back to services and we need the travailers in the altar, in the prayer room before church.
Just wanna speak. 